Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Oh, I'm, I'm good. How do we start this? <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, the start right there, right, yeah. Oh, okay, well, yeah. hi. I'm good now. Hello. <laughs> I have one more. Everybody wants it. Yeah. Hello. Wait, what flavor is this? <laughs> no, sorry. Wait, what's the top? <laughs> oh, I'm good. <laughs> Hello, beautiful human. Hey. We have Dan here, and, and we have Katie Turner, who who brought cupcakes for herself. Yes. Ate everything. <laughs> oh my guys, I really tried. <laughs> it was hard because I was driving. And Corey, my manager, was like, okay, like, give these to Zach and, like, all the people. And I'm like, can I eat one? He's like, not yet. <laughs> You can't. And I'm like, okay. But then I just ended up eating them all. <laughs> but in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, guys, they're really good. They're really tasty. Wish you guys could have joined. LA is obviously a very different place. And you came to this city through American Idol. Yes. It brought you here. What has being here taught you? Like, um, okay, you want the real? Because I can give you an inspirational thing. Like, oh my God, everybody here, while being on my own, taught me to be myself and took me under their wing and really showed me individuality. Because, yeah, I could say that, but I also could be real and say that, oh my God, nobody in L.A. can make plans. Nobody. <laughs> like, where I'm from, it's like, what are you doing next Saturday? Oh, want to go to the mall? Okay, what do you do next Saturday? You go to the mall. In L.A., they're going to cancel on you five minutes before your plan. And I'm guilty of this. So I thrive here. But back home, that's a no-no. That's what I'm learning about L.A. <laughs> that people cancel? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but do you think that that's like the side of something bigger, which is people are selfish? They don't care about other people's schedules or other people's anything. They really genuinely just care about themselves and whatever is best in that moment. I know. Or like they, good for them, they get like a Gucci campaign or something and they have to do that. But it's like, okay, whatever. I wanted to get Thai food, but I guess you have to cancel because you have a Gucci campaign. You see that happen. Have you, have you made famous friends? Um, I, I don't know. Um, famous people still intimidate me a lot. I'm not used to it at all. And every run-in I've had with a famous person is extremely awkward. I haven't had one moment where I'm, I walk away and I'm like, that went well. They like me. It always ends with me wanting to vomit. And it happened last night when I saw Jaden Smith at a restaurant with my boyfriend and we were just walking and I look in the window and I'm like, oh, that's Jaden Smith. And I'm freaking out. And this mysterious Russian driver who I was guessing was his was outside smoking a cigarette, like, you see Jaden? And I'm like, are you confirming that's him, sir? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, oh, oh God, now we have to go back. So I had to make this whole elaborate story of why I'm trying to pass by the window again. So while holding my big obnoxious wallet, I'm like, oh, I left my wallet at the Grove. I, I have to go. And then I panicked and ran away. It was like, Wait. I don't know. And then Do I you saw think him. He, he saw you? Maybe, I mean, I don't know. I felt like a peasant. So I don't think he'd look at me. <laughs> But then I saw Harry Styles. <gasps> yes. Oh. At the studio. And nobody told me. I'm getting really loud. Nobody, you, no, you, nobody can hear you. you. Move that mic closer to you. Nobody told me. <laughs> Harry Styles was going to be there. And they were so casual. Like, oh, yeah. Like, we should have told Katie. I'm like, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. you should have. 
here I am looking busted, cracked <laughs> out, fly aways, and I, and I look at this guy from the back, and I'm like, oh, I think that that's Harry Stott. He turns around. I'm like, Shh. and I, I lose all sense of my, like, you know, I don't know, when, like, you give birth or something and you lose all control of, like... <laughs> Your bowels? Like, like your bowels or something? Like Hold that on. happened. I had no control. I no, I Wait. obviously didn't know, but okay. I, I felt like I had to. <laughs> or I could have, and I wouldn't have known because I just was out of it. And I gave him the dirtiest look, not because I was like, ew, but I was like, is this really happening right now? And he looked at me like, why who why is she just kind of staring at me, giving me this dirty look? And walked away. And then that's how I missed my one shot. That was, that was it? That was it. That was literally it. I missed oh, you blew my... It. You didn't even say anything now. No, I was too... I was like... <laughs> and then when they came... Like I said, they came up to me and they're like, oh, we should have told you. I'm like, yeah, you should have because I still plan what I would have said to him if I actually just had the moment. Like, I would have came off so cool if I just had time to prepare. Like, I would have, like, went up to him all smooth. Like, hey, Harry, I, like, I don't know how I would be, but it would be really cool, and he'd like me, but he probably hates me now. I don't think he remembers. Yeah, that hurts, too, because I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life, and he was just like, okay. Yeah, but, but take it like this. The next time, it's going to be like nothing ever happened. I'm so stressed. I need another bite that one thing. <laughs> do you feel like you, I feel like you are a preparer. You need to, you need to work on what you're going to do before you get into a situation. How long did it, how long did you prepare before your American Idol audition because you came off pretty cool oh, oh, oh. <laughs> take your time yeah okay <laughs> i think that's my favorite one what flavor is it oh we'll never know, know. <laughs> yeah, not... it looks like red velvet <laughs> good heck <laughs> anyway there was not a lot of Oh my god. Oh, I really want to save for this. Okay. <laughs> there was, um, I don't know, there's a couple of rounds before the judge audition. So you have to audition in front of producers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I have a motto through life, and it probably isn't the most inspirational, but it works for me. And I went in not prepared at all, and I went in with the motto, you're probably not going to make it anyway, so who cares? So just do just do it. Aim really, have really low expectations uh. for yourself. So when you like succeed them, it's like feels even better. Cause you're like, I aimed so low. So my goal for auditioning for American Idol was just don't make the producer spit on you and you're fine. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But then I got through. And then they're like, okay, now you're gonna be in front of Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryan. I'm like, sweet. And I had at least like a month to okay. think of what I was gonna do. But I, I didn't really prepare what I was going to say because it all went out the way when I actually got in that room. How long had 21st Century Machine been written pre-idol? Like pre-idol Two audition? Years. Wow. And I wasn't going to sing it. My mom was bothering me too. Like she's like, Katie, I think this is a good idea. And I'm like, what do you know, mom? Like I want my independence. I know more than you. Like I was being a little <laughs> I was What did I, you want to sing instead? 21st Century Machine was actually my second song. I got my way and sang Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. And they, thank God, they never showed it because that was ass. It was so <laughs> bad to the point where Katy Perry was noticeably cringing. And I'm like, we're going down, guys, like going down. And then that's when I was like, 
oh, God, like, Mom, don't fail me. And that's when I sang 21st Century Machine. So you actually went to Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and the, Luke Bryan yes. with this Britney Spears cover. Oh, yeah, I know. And then you you see that failing, and then do the producers stop you? Do the judges stop you? Do you stop yourself? No, I should have stopped myself. But you finished. I did, and I really went for that high note. Give me a sign. And that's when I knew I messed it up. Because I literally sounded like, sign. And that's when it all went to shit. And then I'm like, oh, my God, it was right when I'm ending, too. So I didn't even have a strong finish. It was just ass through and through. Um, and how do you fix it? So how do you even convince them to give you a shot to sing well, an original? Katy Perry looks at me and goes, um... Like, she's not really saying anything good. She's not like, wow, like, good. No, she just says, um, so I see you write original songs. Do you have that? And I'm like, um, okay, cool. Like, like I said, I'm going down. And in that moment, I was that 2013 hit by Kesha and Pitbull. I'm yelling timber. I was really sinking and I needed a lifeline. And 21st Century Machine was that for me. And I never thought it was. And I feel like I owe my mom a lot now for that yeah and yeah i still ignore her though like i still don't listen to her but even though she's good. she's clearly right i know i just i'm stubborn you'd be a learn I, I guess through through not listening to your mom and doing it on your own my my hope is that you learn you gather knowledge and then like the next time you see but i'm one of those people who like even though they make the same mistake i still never learn like my mom will mostly be right 90% of the time. And I'll be like, no, I know best. And then it will, like, catastrophically fail. And then she'll be like, are you going to listen to me now? I'm like, no, I can still do it. Zach Sang Show. Hey, beautiful human. Real quick, I want to tell you about Native. I'm pumped to tell you about Native. They're my favorite deodorant. I came across Native at Target about a year ago, and it changed my life forever. I've had overactive sweat glands. And growing up in high school, I'd actually wear two sweatshirts on top of each other so people couldn't see my giant sweat marks. And every week I'd go to the pharmacy looking for a new deodorant. None of it would work. And I knew that it was so bad for me. It was filled with aluminum. And then, about a year ago, I met Native. First flavor I tried, and by flavor I mean scent, was coconut vanilla. Low key, it smells so good, I kind of want to lick it. But I don't. It's everything that I could want because I know exactly what I'm putting on and in my body. It's ingredients that really... You know, seriously, you're not going to be stuck like reading words that you don't understand. There's fewer, simpler ingredients, so you can really break down what's in your deodorant. It's worth it if you're looking for a deodorant. Plus, if you try it out, you don't like it. No risk. You can return it, exchange it, whatever. If you're in the United States, do all that for free. And I'm going to be real with you. This deodorant is a little bit on the pricier side, but there's no aluminum. It's better for your health. Aluminum has been linked to a whole bunch of health stuff. You don't want that. It's not worth your time. And it's just not good for our bodies. I'm telling you, Native is the way to go. I also use uh, the body soap. Squeeze it. It's in a cool square box. I like it a lot. If you're into Native, try it out. Go to nativedeodorant.com. I'll give you 20% off. Just use my name as the code. Zach Sang. NativeDeodorant.com. NativeDeodorant.com. Look good, feel good, and put good stuff on you. Zach Sang Show. What was it about 21st Century Machine that you think resonated with the judges? Because it, it's a beautiful record. Thank you. It's it, 
Seriously, sipping on rosé is your best solution. Down it all till you're stumbling with past confusion. I mean, that was written two years prior to Idol, and that was... I was 15. Wow. I mean, that's... We're talking about four years ago, three years ago, right? Yeah, that's... Thank you for thinking it's beautiful. Um, And still so relevant. I know, which is weird because I didn't really write it to be resonating with anybody. I wrote it because I was mad that people in my high school were pressuring me to smoke weed. And I'm like, oh, my God, Nick, I don't want to smoke a blunt with you in your backyard. And I was frustrated and wrote that song. And then suddenly people are like, wow, I really relate to this. Like, this is amazing. Like, this is so inspirational. And I'm like, wow, I can do things. That's cool. What made you mad about him offering you the blunt? I don't know, because people in high school, it's like, they're like so, it's like kids in high school when they smoke weed, they just have to be so like open about it. Like they have like the weed socks and they wear the drug rugs. And I'm like, come on, man. Just like get a hobby. Like weed can't be your only hobby, Nick. Like I don't want to smoke a blunt with you in your backyard. Like stop. And they act like you're not cool if you're not doing it. And I'm like, Okay, who cares? I want to go home and play Club Penguin. Like, just leave me alone, okay? And that's what I wrote the song about for people like me who just want to go home and play Club Penguin and not smoke a doobie with Nick in his backyard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was really beautiful. That was. <laughs> yeah, take that clap break, T. <laughs> you deserve that bite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, it's... No, I, I finally forgot where I was for a minute. It was like a really good way. Okay. <laughs> uh, I remember, I didn't watch much of American Idol, but I happened to watch the episode that you auditioned in. Mm-hmm. And I remember going back and listening to 21st Century Machine like eight times on repeat afterwards. And I kept thinking to myself, yo, sister's a star. Sister is... The same as everybody. You are just like everybody else. Oh, no. <laughs> like, almost like a little bit too much like <laughs> us. I know. It's sad. I thought when I moved to L.A., I would, like, get, like, a hot bod and drink iced coffee and stuff. And I realized, <laughs> damn, you you can take the girl out of the Long trash, horn? but the trash never leaves the girl. I guess that's the saying. Like, yeah, I came here and realized how everyone... Everyone's life comes across put together, and mine, I'm just very open. Like, it's a trip. What's going on? I don't know. But so, people at least here try to lie to you and be like, I totally have this under control. I actually got a Sugar Bear Hair sponsorship. And I'm like, ah, like, honestly, like, on fire. Like, what's going on happening? Did you become a sad vegan once you hit L.A., or were you I, a sad vegan in Longhorn? Langhorn. 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 That's the steakhouse. You're thinking of Longhorn Steakhouse. Um, no. Um, I am. Uh, basically, I've always been, I've been vegan for three years. So I was vegan before I came to L.A. Uh, I realized it actually worked to my benefit coming out to L.A. Because, you know, you either have to, like, you either have, you have to have do be on some sort of diet when you're in L.A. So, like, somebody's either doing keto, paleo, gluten-free. And I just decided vegan. And that's, that's gotten me pretty far here in so, L.A. were you sad before L.A.? Um, yeah, I think so. I think I've, yeah, I've always been a sad vegan. Uh, I think, yeah, that's such a deep question. Like, I feel like I can, everyone just got quiet. Like, are you okay? <laughs> like, are you? And like, you're just down three cupcakes. <laughs> and you're talking about, like, your sadness. I'm like, yeah, I think actually LA has made me a, a, ha- a, a normal vegan. 
Really? So it's made you happier? Yeah, I think it's because uh, before L.A. and American Idol, I was a lonely kid. I did, I went half-time cyber school, half-time normal school, because my mom looked at me and was like, oh my God, like, you're so socially awkward that I can't just allow you to be in the house all day and never have social interaction because you'll literally be like one of those like feral children. So you need to go to <laughs> high school like for at least four hours a day to get something. And I only had like two or three friends. All my friends were online. Like Club Penguin. Club Yeah, but I own Twitter fan accounts. For who? Uh Fifth Harmony, Five Seconds of Summer, Little Mix, One Direction. I wrote fan fiction. Oh, I love you. I like I made my whole life on the internet, but was so lonely in person and was so awkward. But then when American Idol happened, I literally went from the mental maturity of a 13-year-old and left the show being my age, which was nice. It was like, wow, I just leveled up. It was amazing. All through all that stress, it really got me. So what do you credit to that m- maturation, like that 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 super fast maturing? Um, I think just the pure... Uh, survival instinct because you're either gonna fall or you gotta like fight to stay like fight or flight so i was like um seems like i'm in this show for a while so i better get used to it and you know it just kind of happened i love how i'm talking about like i'm so mature now and then i'm acting like this and i'm like no one buys it but i think i'm more mature no you're you you obviously grew i mean to, to survive american idol i think a lot of people maybe don't understand there is a lot of internal battles that you have to win whether that's with producers or other contestants mm. or executives no it's really not the inside it's the outside like when you when it's not being shown to everybody you kind of get a little cocky because nobody's like seeing it be filmed so you know for like four months of filming, you're just making it round through round, and you're like, I guess I'm pretty good. And then it airs, and then you have a bunch of moms from Alabama saying, actually, Katie, you suck. I hate you so bad. And it's like taking that confidence you made and then just stomping on it. I know. It's like people's comments really get to you, and I think that's when the maturing happened because it was like, oh, okay, people are nice, and that's a part of life, and I just have to either accept it or fall. And that took a lot out of me, but I actually came out stronger because of it. And now a mom from Alabama can insult me and I'll go, you're a mom in Alabama and I'm living in LA. So like, fight me. (laughs) 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 Like, I don't know, like good for you for being a mom, I guess, but my life seems pretty cooler than yours. (laughs) It's hard for me to wrap my my mind around anybody reaching out to you and, and insulting you. Oh, it's so easy. I do it to myself all the time. So I imagine it was pretty easy for other people. Was it hard for you to get up there and sing covers? Do you feel more comfortable singing originals? Yeah, especially because I didn't necessarily follow my heart. I was more thinking of, okay, so-and-so's a belter and doing all these crazy notes, so I have to do that. And then they're doing this. Like, I was comparing myself constantly to what I think other people would like. And I think that was my ultimately my downfall because I wasn't 100% staying true to what I wanted to do. And I was having a lot of moments of, like, self-discovery on that show where I'm, like, trying to find my style. And then comes the sad vegan. Yes. Which is, I mean, it's very reminiscent of 21st Century Machine. Mm-hmm. I think the EP is beautiful. I, I think it's a f- phenomenal work of art. 
Thank you so much. It's really great. Uh, a little more really hit me. Starting the set vegan, where do you start? Like, was this your first time getting into a studio with other writers and yeah. other producers? Yeah, and it was, it was really nerve-wracking because I realized I still have so much to learn because people can tell you, you're such a great songwriter, you're such a great singer, but then you get here to where this is like people's full-time jobs and you realize like, I still have, like, you still have so much to learn, like you're never done learning. So it was really cool to be in the room with people songwriters and pick off their other ideas that I would never even think of because I just I don't know I never put myself out of my comfort zone like that and it was really cool to be collaborative and I guess my only goal for the sad vegan was just for it to not suck (laughs) do you think you accomplished that goal I think I did I think I think I did it um yeah I think I think it's okay. I think it's cool. I th- I like it. Hey, I like singing it. I, so I think that doesn't. I think it it doesn't suck to me. It may suck to the mom from Alabama, but it's cool. What what story were you trying to tell with the EP? I'm just. I was trying to show that with 21st Century Machine, I didn't want to just be known as the girl who can write like inspirational messages on her like folky guitar and kind of be pinned in a box. Like I kind of wanted to explore like a little bit more of a like going into more like the pop genre of more production it's like hey guys like yeah like i do write songs and i love to la 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 and like play my guitar and i wear go-go boots but i want to grow and i want to explore different lanes and if i want to make a metal record like cool i want to just be able to do that and grow as an artist and i don't want to just be pinned into what i was on american idol but you're getting a lot of the great hooks out of this ep and i think it's the right level of production right like it doesn't take away from the vocals it highlights the story production can either emphasize or destroy a record and i think it does a really good job yeah there's no uh there's no like bass drops unfortunately so sorry (laughs) if someone was disappointed to hear that i do not have a skrillex feature on this album yet how did <laughs> just wait? How did you prepare for these sessions? Did you go in with lyrics? Did you like organize stories that you were gonna share? I go in and just rant. I talk a lot, as you guys can tell. I just <laughs> talk, and I I'm not a per. I I'll tell my whole life story. I mean, so I went into these sessions, and they're like, "What do you want to write about?" And I'll be like, "You know what?" <laughs> I'm like, "You know what really grinds my gears?" Um, I'll use an example. To humiliate my boyfriend in the back there. He was not asking me out. Okay, took a little too long to do that. So I went in. I'm like, you know what grinds my gears, guys? When, you know, you're giving your all to somebody and they're not really asking you out. And you're like, what the heck? Like, I just go on a tangent. (laughs) And then we just start writing. And then it's like, I I throw it up. Like, I purge it out of me. And I'm like, ah, that was good. It's like therapy. Like, I literally go into people who could barely know me. And I just tell them all my problems what I'm thinking about it and uh, how I feel about it. How many songs did you have done that could have been on this EP? I don't know. I think I forget every, when I leave a session, I think I forget everything that happened. Like when I leave this interview today, I will forget everything we talked about and I'll just remember how I felt. I'll be like, they'll be like, how was it? Like my mom wants details about everything. Like what they say, what they do, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just know it was fun. Oh, I don't know. I just know I was like, I was jamming, or if something sucks, I'm like, I don't know, I just didn't like it. So I don't really know how much songs I wrote. I just can remember after I leave a session, like, yes, or no, or 
Huh? So, <laughs> did you know after every session whether that song was going to make it on the EP or not? Yeah. If I if I fully invest myself in a song and I get really excited about it, I'm like, we're keeping this around. Because you have to remember, you have to sing these songs. Yeah. For like a oh. long time, potentially. So, Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. If I was really excited about it, I was like, okay, that's the one. Like, if I can see myself singing this 40 years old, like, in a booty shorts, and everybody's like, put your cell- cellulite away, cool. I want that on my thing. But if I leave a song going, meh, like, if I leave a session going, meh, and I, don't, and I don't feel inspired to finish it or work on it or do production on it, it's like trash, garbage. Just tuck it away in my Dropbox somewhere. You want to be motivated to finish it. You want to be yep. motivated to get it done. And so, like, would you listen to things after the studio? Like, a ton of times you take it with you in a car? Yeah, and if it just still wasn't, like... Hitting, it just if usually it doesn't hit me within the first four listens. It's like no, and if during the session, if I'm hiding in the bathroom, like if I'm going to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, multiple times, that means I'm not into it. What like, are you doing in the bathroom? You're well, not going to the bathroom. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. I'm like, and I'll be like, oh, I've been gone like way too long. They probably think I'm pooping or something, so I have to go back. So I'd go back, and then within like 15 minutes, I'd be like, I have to. Why don't you just tell them it's not going well? Because if like three other people are into it, you don't want to be that one person. Like, because in my head, I already know I don't want this on my thing. So I'm like, ah, let's just finish it. Like, let's, what's the worst that can happen? So, I mean, not go on your project, but I guess it would be not getting sold, but you could sell that song to somebody else, right? If you don't want it. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> just, you just get a lot of good Twitter time. Yeah, I get I tweet so much. Um, Shane Dawson likes you. Yeah, I hope. I sent him an edible arrangement, so I hope he likes me now. <laughs> if he did it before. I mean, he uses your record. He used Breathe in his uh, special with Eugenia Cooney. Oh, yeah. That was huge. Can I tell you that before that happened, Breathe had like 7,000 views on YouTube. And now it has over like a hundred thousand, like one hundred twenty thousand on YouTube. Like it was insane. It's beautiful. You're a loner with a lot of baggage uh, that I've yet to claim. Like that is that the lyric kind of accurate? Yeah. Are you talking about yourself? Yeah, it's like I'm a loner with a lot of baggage that I haven't yet claimed. It's basically saying to like, hey, it's not your fault that I need like space, and I. It's just saying to that one person. Because a lot of songs about, like, leave me alone or, like, I don't want you in my life anymore. Like, leave me alone. Get out right now. But for this one, I'm like, hey, like, I love you. You're great. I want you in my life. Just, you're, you're being a little too much right now. Just give me some time alone and, like, let me recharge. It's not you. It's me. Don't take that as, like, your responsibility. But, like, you're, you're being a little too clingy right now. So back away. I get it. Yeah, but, like, I don't want you out of my life. Just right now, I need some some space. How how do you find out that Shane wants to use one of your songs? He just casually messaged. I didn't know what it was going to be for. He just messaged me, like, hey, can I use, like, Breathe in my video? I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, it was literally, like, I was half asleep at night. And I was just like, yeah, sure. And then his video came out, and I looked in the description, and it said Breathe by Katie Turner. I'm like, oh, this, this was a video? And... I was like, I was put on his, like, comeback video on YouTube. Like, that's <laughs> huge. Like, he hasn't posted in, like, months and my song was featured. Like, I was freaking out. On the, not on the inside. It was very outside. It was very loud. I was... Screaming? Yes. 
honestly. Like, it was amazing. But Rylan likes you, too. He's used your songs in his vlogs as well. Yeah, he, he also asked, and they're just very casual, like, can I use it in a video? And I'm always like, heck yeah, like, <laughs> do it up. And then... I find out that they actually did it, what they were, they said they were going to do. And I'm how, still shocked. I'm like, oh. how not L.A. of them to I do know. something that they said they were going to do. I know, because usually in L.A., somebody will come up to you and be like, I will make you as famous as Beyonce and then never answer your calls again. And it's like, oh, cool. Sweet. <laughs> Has I, that happened to you? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, there's there's definitely been some people there. They know who they are. Just kidding. I'm not going to start beef over a thing. I don't have, I'm vegetarian. I'm vegan, actually, which is like definitely no beef. No, no, no. No beef for Katie Turner. Do you do Beyond? Impossible? Yes. I mm. love them. My favorite, though, are like uh, uh, Gardein. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love a good Gardein. Obsessed moment. with Gardein. I love Morningstar. Uh, uh, meatballs, like Gardein meatballs. Oh. Love. Love my good protein sources, my friends. They're so good. <laughs> I'm a big uh, meatless guy. I'm a vegetarian as well. Or I'm a vegetarian, not vegan. But you can eat mac and cheese. Yes, and I, I can. hate you for that. Well, I still go to the vegan uh, street fair, and I get the vegan macaroni and cheese. The thing that happens on Sundays? Yeah, North Hollywood. Yeah, and I'm leaving literally 11 p.m. on Saturday, so I can't even huh? go to that. Like, Well, I'll send you a photo of me eating there. <laughs> okay, thanks. That you... means, a, I mean, to be fair, I was like, wow, you're not going to save me some? And I looked at, like, the box of, like, stuff oh, I ate. And literally. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess. I I'm guess gonna, that's fair. I'm going to eat one thing at every booth and send you photos <laughs> Or how about you just eating it. How about, to really drive the point home, you fly me out here and eat it in front of me? Wow, mm. wow. But can, yeah, that's cool. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'll figure that out financially. Can you, like, not fly me on spirit, please? <laughs> no, no, no. That's all my punch allows. I'm sorry. <laughs> we pa- tried. Party. Love that song. Great song. Thank you, guys. I, like low-key, but also high-key. Maybe the hit on the record. I think so. And by record, I mean EP. I would agree with that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Thank you, guys. Oh, that's so weird. People actually listen. Like, it's weird. We drink to cope with the rejection. Parents, you choose our direction. Futures with too many questions. So we stuff into our cars because we can't go to bars. Houses filled with kids trying to face it. Can't vote, but know what their drink is. Chasing the party and bullshit. Lost over eyes. Lost track of time. Literally uh, everybody I went to high school with. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Very on point in a beautiful way. Thank you so much. I take compliments so badly that, like, I literally, like, want to shrivel up and, like, die right now because I'm like, this is so nice. I feel like I'm going to implode. Thank you so much. It's it's so nice that people listen to and uh, actually like what I I put a lot of tears and sweat into. I don't know why sweat. But but why tears? Did did you put tears into this record? Definitely. Uh, Yeah. Some tears, tears of like a lot of nights going, I just hope somebody hears this record. Like, I hope it'll be worth it because post idol fear is real, y'all. Yeah. Because it's a different world out there. It's cold. It's like the Shadowlands that Mufasa doesn't want Simba to visit. It's the elephant (laughs) graveyard in LA. And I am literally Nala as a baby lion trying to navigate it and not get eaten by the hyenas, a.k.a. the hyenas are going to be played by insta-baddies. That's <laughs> all so bad. But, you know, after, true. after Idol, you get a platform, but the interest dies down when you're seasoned. There's, you a have, there's a window. There's a window. So unlike an artist 
starting organically and growing, their fans grow with them. But sometimes on Idol, you get so many fans at one time that the interest dwindles if you're not putting it out. You got to follow it immediately, up. which is hard because taking a record is not something that you can do really unless you're Ariana Grande with Thank You Next. Girls releasing like 10 albums a year. I don't know how she does it, but literally unless you're like as powerful as Ariana Grande, you're not getting a record out within three months. Yeah, you just can't. It just can't exist it's not going to be quality i mean you could you can like go on garage band and just put a loop on like doo, 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 and like just sing like ah and do a mic and put that out but no one's probably gonna like it so Zach Sancho. hey beautiful human real quick if you're considering going back to school you should ask yourself the following questions do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule do you have college credits that you need transferred do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University could be the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers 200 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. If you want more information, text my name, Zach, to 35517. That is Zach to 35517. So you can learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 87% of ASU grads are recruited within, 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 within 90 days of graduation. That's a big number. 87% of the graduates, they get a job in 90 days. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU online degrees, text Zach to 35517. That is Z-A-C-H to 35517. <sighs> Knowledge is power. Zach Sancho. But but in this case, I think the integrity and the quality of the body of work that you've released in The Sad Vegan rises above American Idol and I think really truly has the potential to connect with people far, 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 far beyond that show. Thank you. So my hope and... My hope is that the people who loved you for Idol love you even more for The Sad Vegan. But do you think The Sad Vegan would even exist? Like, these types of records would even exist without American Idol? No. And I've always been very... I never want to be... How do, I, how do I word this? Okay, when you are an ex-reality star... Ex-reality star, oh my God, put me on, like, one of those, like, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here shows. Because, like, that's where I should end up saying, like, ex-reality star. Um, but... There's like afterwards, they're like, oh my God, they tried to confine me, but now I'm bigger than that. Like, and they don't really, I don't know, acknowledge their roots, but I am very open. Like, I would be literally nothing without American Idol. And I'm so thankful for it. Everyone who worked behind the scenes, the judges, the people who voted, like, I always want to claim that. I'll never hide it as a part of my past because without it, I would not be Katie Turner. I would just be. Uh, Katie Turner from Langhorne, Pennsylvania and a social security number but now people know me as like <laughs> Katie Turner and that's really cool and without American Idol the sad vegan would never exist my music would never exist like at all because I wasn't really pursuing music and studio time back home like I if I didn't do American Idol I wouldn't be in the industry period or posting YouTube covers I would just be a girl at your college who uh can't handle her alcohol, probably. <laughs> You're not a big drinker? 
Uh, li literally, li listen. The one, uh, the one time my roommate tried to like, like we tried to like, you know, we wanted to explore a little bit, and I was like, yeah, I'm a teenager and I'm in LA and I want to drink. Woo! And I did, and I ended up crying on the bathroom, like not the bathroom floor, the kitchen floor. Oh my god! And I'm like calling everybody, like I'm. So Sorry if you hate me. And they're like, what is going on? And I went live Insta on live on Instagram and I'm just like I'm guys, I love you so much. And I'm sorry if I ever let you down. And they're literally like, Katie, get off. Get off right now. And I'm like, ah. and then I fell asleep in the kitchen floor. <laughs> and then ever since that I've been sober. Um But that was your first time drinking. Yeah. And um, moderation is key. <laughs> yeah, uh, not not a fun time. Are you twenty one? I'm nineteen. Oh, um, <laughs> okay, guys, that was a lie. That was an exaggeration. Um, never happened. <laughs> is that where party came from? Kind of. Yeah, I realized I'm not. Um, okay, I realized I had a lot of insecurity about not being cool because. I just generally wasn't interested in that stuff. And that's fine if you aren't. But um, I felt like I wasn't living like the like the teenage experience. Because in the movies you watch, it's like, oh, like the teenage years are the best years of your life. And you're going to go to so many parties and hook up with so many people. And what sounded better to me was somebody like sitting on the couch, ordering a big pizza and mm. us watching some Netflix. And yeah. that sounded like a better night than like watching Stacy cheat on her boyfriend at a party and then you like tweet about it and take snapchats of it and like drama happens like i don't know just ch being being chilling out is more my vibe ew did i say chilling out is more my vibe <laughs> that was the most california thing i ever said jeez god my vibe my vibe ew god end me what's happening to you i know soon i'm gonna love like iced coffee and that's my final form. <laughs> <laughs> what do the Jonas Brothers mean to you? So much. <laughs> so, so much. Um, so when you're in the industry, you hear this story happen a lot of times. You're like, when did you fall in love with music? And it's some girl, and she's like, well, my daddy played in a band at the local pub, and he really introduced me to oldies like Bruce Springsteen and the Beatles, and I have a really big appreciation for Joni Mitchell. Like, this whole pretentious story about how the oldies are the best, yeah, I, well, that didn't happen to me. Like, my musical inf like inspiration and influences Started. came from Disney Channel and the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The I Jonas Brothers are, like, literally <laughs> started my love for music and probably my like early onset puberty because i'm like they're so hot <laughs> they're so beautiful <laughs> at seven i was like ah they're gorgeous but yeah my second concert ever were, was the jonas brothers at the willowbrook mall in new jersey first hannah montana oh. and the jonas brothers concert they the did the arena tour world. yeah yes great show so good the rain came down they did the rain displays in that one do you yeah. remember then they put the logo in the rain oh and miley like she was two people at once. It was yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what is happening, right? Is Hannah Montana real? How was she just on stage? And how is Miley there? Like, what's going on? It was really tripped my mind out. And then I saw the movie. 
Yeah, yeah. And I would act like I could see myself in the crowd, even though it's totally in the nosebleeds, and they did not show my concert. I'm like, I'm right up there. <laughs> I made a movie. Me. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Nobody cared. <laughs> So, so the Jonas Brothers, like, I feel like I, I understand their vibe. I, I think there's, when I listen to the Jonas Brothers, there's a couple of things that distinctly stand out. It, when I when I hear their music, it's the conversational style of lyrics, right? It's obviously the vocals, but it's great drums in almost every song. But it, their lyrics are so conversational yet relatable, but also kind of imagery-based, but, like, in a weird, simple way. You, Love Bug? Yeah, it's a great record. Uh, yes. And they can act like Camp Rock. We all saw that, right? Everybody uh, put This is real. This is me. It's exactly who I'm supposed to be. Gonna let the light shine on me. Shine on me. You're the voice I hear inside, inside my head. head. The reason that. that I'm singing. Oh, God. Those were the days when, like, the most intense drama of your, like, childhood was if, like, uh, Shane Gray would forgive Mitchie for lying about her mom being rich. Like, why was that such a big deal? I, now that I think about it, everyone really, like, they're like, Mitchie, I have, guys, she's been lying to all of you. She actually is poor. Her mom's the cook. Like, they weren't like, Mitchie, your mom makes great food. Like, good for you. Like, no one cares. We're still all at camp. Why does this matter? They're all like, what? Poor? Pop? Somebody? Who isn't rich? What? I realize that's kind of messed up. Like, that's yeah, basically what happened. Like, they humiliated this poor girl and cared way too much. But yet you learned from it. I learned. I learned. Have you ever heard, made fun of somebody for being poor? Never. That's right. Because Camp Rock. Yes. And thank you, Camp Rock. I caught a little bit of your show. I ended up getting there late. But I watched you take compliments and it looked like you were going to explode or melt or a combination of the two. Oh, the troubadour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, when people... People love you, and you just do not know how to handle that. I really don't. I mean, it's really flattering. And on the inside, I'm like, oh, that's really cute. Thank you so much. Would I really you... appreciate it. But on the outside, I'm like, well, because it's it's so stressful. You don't know how to respond. If I say, thank you, are they going to be like, oh, you conceited bitch? Like, you, yeah. think, you think you're really good, too? But I can't say, like, oh, no, no, no. Because they're like, oh, you insecure bitch. You don't, like, you can't take a compliment? And it's like, what do I do? I lose. And so I just, I just, I'm like. <laughs> bathroom. And I run. <laughs> you go to the bathroom to escape. My bathroom, is, like, the bathroom is my place to escape. Because you literally can lock the door. And you can lie about why you're in there for so long. Because mm-hmm. nobody's going to question it. They're all just going to assume you're pooping. You're like, that's disgusting. And, like, that's unfortunate. that they're, But. It's, they're not, but they're not going to question you afterward because, like, they think they know in their head. Like, she's of course, they're not going to question because then they feel bad. Exactly. So the bathroom is perfect. Like for introverts, chef's kiss, beautiful. I, I just feel like there's a lot of people around LA who think you have IBS or something, <laughs> irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I. There's definitely some people in the industry. Like, like, what do you think about Katie Turner? Oh, you mean the girl with. IBS, really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, she left our session like 20 times. Really sad. Savior, you want to say something? I just wonder, are you comfortable on stage, speaking of compliments? Yeah. Even though I look pained all the time, I genuinely have the best time ever. Like, it really is fun being on stage. I don't think you look pained. But I'm like this on stage. So people are like, is she going to pass out? Like, how is she not out of breath yet? She's talking really fast and way too loud. Uh, but it's like, I do feel comfortable on stage. It's, it's really fun. It's really fun to uh, 
engage with an audience and treat them like a whole crowd of your best friends. Now, I don't know what the heck I'd do if I had like a whole arena of people because it's been really nice just to mess up in a room of like only 200 people and like be able to joke mm-hmm. about it. But if I'm performing Madison Square Garden, like how do I play that off to 50,000 people? Oh, we'll get there. It's slow and steady wins the race, okay? <laughs> a lot of visuals, monitors, and well, yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. Or hopefully, I, I like to aim big by next year. Whoa. But I'm not selling it out. I'm going to be an opener. For? Harry Styles. Whoa. Ooh. Actually, if he actually ever puts out his next debut, uh, not his next album, please. But apparently he was working next to you at a studio. That's where you ran into him? Yes. How recently? In February. Oh, my God. So I hope, he, I hope it's coming. But now he's going to be an actor. Yeah. So where's the time going to be to even go on this Madison Square Garden? I have to pick another artist. No, I think that you, I think Harry Styles. You should attach the yourself comeback, to that. The comeback tour. I will open for Harry Styles on his comeback tour. Giddy knock up. on wood. And if this doesn't happen, it's my fault. It's your. You didn't knock hard enough. <laughs> it's your fault. If you ever need additional do- knocks on wood, yeah, I'm a big wood knocker. But Savior, what about it? What about her? Who Who are you singing to? Um, it was more just the concept, the idea. I walked in and I was like. There's a lot of love songs on the radio about, like, I see right through your darkness. Like, how (laughs) you're, like, they're, like, kind of, like, mysterious and brooding. And it was kind of a, I also took inspiration from fanfic. Because a big trope is, like, oh, they're a damaged asshole who's only soft for you because their past is too hard to bear. And the girl fixes him with her love. And it was, like, (laughs) that's so stupid. And no. So I wrote a song, like, hey, I'm not going to fix you. I mean, like, obviously, like, help your significant other with, like, their problems. Like, I'm not saying, like, yeah. wow, you're sad. I'm not going to be your savior. Cry to your mom about it. No, I'm not saying that. But if, like, they they just don't want to get better and they're not trying to better themselves. They're, like, That's, whining and, and, and yeah. seeking comfort. It's like, so what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Or it's like, they're kind of like an asshole, but they're like, oh my God, it's because my issues. And it's like, well, what are you doing to fix those issues? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fix them for you. Bye. You're not the savior. I'm not your savior. I like that. Thank you. I like that. I also like that you were a fanfic writer and you had stan accounts. Yeah. I people, love it. like, so when I was on American Idol, people legitimately thought I was abc hired actress to be relatable to the teenagers they're like there's no way she owned it because i'm such a walking stereotype like i literally am i can't help it i just was raised on the internet um but this this has been going on way too long like i'm not i'm not owned by abc anymore like i promise i'm not an actress like i legitimately own no you're accounts. you're a real fan because you knew who we were yes because and usually people who know us, if they don't know us from the radio, they know us because they're a part of a fandom. Oh yeah, and somebody that they support has been here. I feel old though. I feel too old for fandoms now, and it makes me what? sad. I feel like I reached that age because right now I was in the I was in the heyday of One Direction. Oh god, mm. I sound so old now. No, I feel so old. I don't sound so old. You're 19 years old, by but the no. way. Let's put it all into perspective but right I've, here. I've watched. I watched it. A dramatic shift happened because on the internet back in like sister i've watched like 17 of them keep going i know but it was like 2000 like in 2014 15 it was like the fan bases were like fifth harmony five seconds of summer one direction and now it's just bts but like bts blackpink luna and it's like i feel so out of the loop i'm like trying to get in there i'm trying to learn about bts but there's so much to learn i don't know i feel overwhelmed there's a lot to catch up on I know, 
and it just I'm like how did I do that with One Direction I knew everything I knew like I times it. they were born like places of birth all their siblings <laughs> I followed their cousins <laughs> I catfished as Zayn Malik's cousin on Instagram in 2012 and got called out by the real cousin <laughs> no <laughs> way <laughs> and it was like Zayn's like second cousin I'll, yeah my life was wild I don't know how this happened um but now it's like BTS I'm like who do I start with like who? Jungkook. Oh, I know all their names, I think. Um, I'm, I get confused, though. I don't know if it's like their names or their stage <laughs> names. I know they have both. Yes. But there's Namjoon, mm-hmm. Jungkook, Young, Jimin, Hosea, Hosea, Yoongi. I'm missing one. I know. RM? No, uh, that's Namjoon. Yeah. Um, Jin. Jin. Yeah. I think, right? No, I think you're good. But I can't tell if that's stage names or not. That's good. I think I, I'm showing that you I'm trying. To- I want to learn. Yeah. And there's like this song like Love Maze that's really good by them. But I don't know where to start with their music because some of them like also have solo projects. And there's a lot to get involved in. I'd focus on just their albums to start. Yeah. But they release like they- five albums a year. A lot. But it would be like some are three. some are remastered. Some are kind of. I, I'll give you a whole little. Packet. Can the army help me? I yes, don't. they can. They can. I'm, I'm telling you, they're the greatest people. Army, can you please tell Katie where to start? She wants <laughs> to love BTS as much as you and I. Guide her. I mean, I please need guide. And but I know Blackpink. They're amazing too. Yeah, Rose, J- Jisoo. I hope I'm not butchering their name. No, you're good. J- Jisoo, J- Jisoo. Jisoo. Jisoo, Lalisa, Rose, and Jenny. Jenny Kim, Lalisa, Manaban, Rose, uh, I forget her last name, and, and Jisoo. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. I'm, I think, and I like know all their songs, and uh, let's kill this. Da, 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 and then like do a hip roll. Yes. Oh, I, they're so hot. <laughs> you seem to know a lot. They're so hot. I love watching their videos. Like, I just look at them, and I'm like, like, it's so nice to look at. Like, yeah, their music's really great, but I'm just looking at them like, ah, like, Lisa's so pretty. Did you look at One Direction the same way? I did. Yes. I love One Direction. I love One Direction so much. It was their ninth anniversary. Yeah, just yeah, recently. like two days ago. Yeah. They're ne- like, what really hurts is that they, they lied to us. They're like, hey, guys, quick hiatus. They're never. No, they're not. That un- unless they get short on funds and then they're having that reunion tour. But I'm going to be like 40 by the time that happens. Yeah, that's not going to be for a long, long time. They're never going to be short on No funds. way. It hurts. Uh, I feel lied to them, but it's okay. Uh, one Direction was probably like standing One Direction were the best times of my life. I made so many friends. All online. All online. Uh, friends. I actually met my internet best friend, Destiny, from Ohio. And we actually visited, like I visited her. Uh, because of like fandoms, I had my first boyfriend from Argentina. So I met him online. <laughs> Never met him, <laughs> but that was online. We owned Stan accounts together. Um, Do you still have any of these accounts, or did you give them away? <clears throat> I deleted everything before I got on American Idol. I'm like, uh, 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 no way, sorry. Like because I didn't say anything problematic, but I would literally be like vulgar. Like about Michael Clifford. I would be like, punch me in the face and then spit in my mouth like a baby bird. And then while I'm down on the ground, really kick me right there. And then just 
murder me. And I feel like that would really contradict the whole, like, Katie's a small-town, innocent girl brand. So I just said, we're going to delete that. But you are a small-town, innocent girl who wants to be kicked by Michael Clifford. I, I told him. that. Like, so one day on Instagram, it was really late at night. <laughs> These all happen late at night. Um, <laughs> and I have a verification on Instagram. Thank you. It's my only, like... It's your it, only ticket. It's my only ticket to anything. Like, no one knows who I am. But they'll see the verification and go, okay, she's somebody. So I was like, will I show up in their, like, message request if I'm, like, verified? Let me try. So I messaged everybody from, like, Iggy Azalea <laughs> to Rihanna. And then I messaged Michael Clifford. I'm like, Michael... Did you know you were, like, my PIN number for a while? Like, I spelled out, like, Mike with, like, numbers um, because I love you so much. Like, I literally, you were my first, like, debit card PIN number. Um, it isn't that anymore. Please don't try and rob me. But for a while it was because I loved Michael Clifford, and he was, like, the first person I wrote fanfic about him and Harry Styles. I wrote a song about him. What? I wrote a song about Michael Clifford. Called? Uh, Alone. And it goes, um, <laughs> I'll sing it. Can you pretend? It's about just being a fan to somebody and you want them to see more. I was 15. He was like 20. I did this. Can you pretend we fell in love? I'll just, actually, I'm not going to sing it. That's way too long. Can you pretend we, we fell in love when you looked me in the eyes? Can you pretend you found a home and you didn't see a stranger that lies inside? And if you hold me, will your hands feel warm or, or will your hands feel cold? Will you wrap me up in sunbeams so I don't feel so alone? Black leather, black jeans, reminiscent to young James Dean. But even when they can only see black, I can't help myself from falling for your green eyes. They keep me hypnotized, and I can't breathe, but don't try and save me. I don't want if it's not your air to give to me. It was a lot. Wow, <laughs> that was beautiful. But he responded. <laughs> um, and he was like, ha ha, wow, that's crazy or something. And I was like, you know how I said in the beginning, like, I really can't have any interaction with famous people without it hurting? Yeah. That was the moment where I'm like, God, why? Like, first of all, I was like, why did I do that late at night? And why did he actually respond? It hurt. It was upsetting. Um, did you send anything as a follow-up? I was like, I want to die. That's all I said. I said, I want to die. And I'm so now he's probably going to see that and be like, okay. Hopefully he hears this song that you wrote about him, though. It was a lot. He, Are sa you he sat in that exact seat about a month ago. Right there. Literally, yeah, we have pictures. You know of the what? Crew He's bit. engaged. I have a boyfriend. It's fine. I've moved on. Um, <laughs> no, you, no, you haven't. <laughs> I can read it. It's coming out of your eyes like a book. There's something so magical about being like my happiest moments involve hearing like Five Sauce play Good Girls live and singing "Don't Stop" and dancing in my room like an idiot alone. Like. One Direction and Five Sauce really own my ass. I miss them so much. Well, I mean, they're still there, but I mean, I just, I miss owning a Stan account. You know, sometimes when I hear the song Change Your Ticket by One Direction, you know that one? Yeah. I pretend that I'm in the band, and that's the song I would play before we do an encore. Like, we'd play that song, we'd go off stage, because they play it out, and then we come back for the encore. Ooh, sometimes I prefer, like, I pretend, uh, this room? No, Little White Lies should be the encore. But actually, no, Little White Lies should open the show. It should go dark, and then all you hear is, if this room was burning, bow, lights on. And then we all start the song. That's how my dream concert would go. Wow. Um, There's a you're, lot. You're talking about One Direction's music, so it's not your dream concert. But I guess it's your yeah, dream no, it's concert dream for concert them. concert for them. If they want to hire me on their team, I can make this magical.
I don't want to break any news to you, but the, the band is no more. <laughs> like I said, when I'm 40, they're coming back for that reunion tour. <laughs> so and my girls came back. Yeah. Uh, New Kids on the Block came back. The Backstreet Boys came back. O-Town? They're, who? O-Town? Who? Never mind. Who? I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> Sad vegan. Please listen to it. It's a great body of work. Hi, guys. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I'm promoting myself. I have to get better. Hi, guys. Please listen to my EP. Please. Um, it's really getting hard out here. Uh, if anybody wants to make me famous, that'd be cool. Um, if not, okay. Um, but in the meantime, please stream my songs. Hope I'm really inspiring you to give those clicks. <laughs> um <laughs> Hope I can meet Lizzo one day. Thank you. <laughs> I I just have to accept I'll never be Billie Eilish or like something. So I'm just like, just be you. I know, but oh god, can we just talk about how powerful Billie Eilish is? Yeah, but why are you not okay with being you? I think you are though. I think I am, but I really just I just want to be Billie Eilish. She's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just like a spur of the moment. No I was just something. thinking, all that cool on the outside is. A wreck on the inside. Me. Except I just, I'm a wreck on the outside too. <laughs> so it's like I don't even hide it. I like that about myself. You know, you really know what you're going to get. I come in a hot mess and it's like, and she's going to be a hot mess. And it's like, I am. And it's like, we expected that. And you leave wherever you were in, in ashes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just crumbs. I, leave, <laughs> I literally, like, I'm leaving, I'm going to leave like a, a trail of cupcake crumbs. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.